the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, this is the Live Big Broadcast. Today we will hear a classic message from Bishop Greer. We believe this word will bless you, so let's get into this classic teaching. Amen. This kind of happened while I was uh, giving communion. It kind of happened again at the end of uh, first service. I, I believe the Spirit of the Lord is, 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 has something to say. So if you don't mind, we're just going to take a moment. I, I, I feel in my heart. That as we come, things are going to fall off. As we step out and do a little bit like um, Forrest Gump, he had those things on his legs. But as he ran, they fell off. I believe that limitations, just like Peter on the water, as he stepped out of the boat to come to Jesus, all the limitations that had been on his mind all of his life about what he could do or could not do all broke off as he began to walk on that water toward Jesus. If we would just keep coming, just keep walking. It doesn't always break in the first step. It doesn't always break in the second step. But if you just keep walking toward him, you will find yourself free. And this is the journey that God has called us to, where our eyes have said, we can't even imagine all that he has for those that will just keep walking toward the master. Amen. Okay. Bless you, Jesus. Even would you come for just a moment? Father, we bless you. We praise you. We honor you. When Moses crossed the Red Sea, he took the rod of God and lifted it up and the waters parted. But when Joshua entered the promised land, he sent the priests with the Ark of the Covenant and the Bible says that they walked into the waters. It was only after they got wet that the waters parted. And as we move forward with God's glory and God's word first, it may not happen like it happened with Moses or somebody else. But before they got in, God fixed it. But with the Joshua generation, they had to get wet first. Deliverance will come, but only after you step into what I told you to step into. The water will part, but only after you do what I said do. I know we just want to pray, and God will fix it. But sometimes we can't just pray it out. We got to walk it out. And we got to walk through it. And as we go to it and through it, God opens it. But we have to take our steps. Do you understand? 
The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. It doesn't say the wishes and the wants of a righteous man. Elsewhere, the Bible says whatever you put your hand to shall prosper. It didn't say what you think about putting your hand to. In this day, we need more than wishbone. We need backbone. Believing without doing is really not believing. James says, faith without works is dead. So the faith that God's calling for is not just a faith that sits there and kind of rates, a faith that just sits there and processes. He sold Joshua. He said, Joshua, your generation is different. He said, wherever you're big and bad enough to place your foot, I'll give it to you. He said, Joshua, wherever you step, I'll give it. If you walk it, I'll give you the land. But God can't give it to you if you don't go into it. Jesus said it this way. He said to his disciples, lest they got too comfortable in their ties and, and behind somebody's pulpit. He said, guys, this is the mandate. Go into all the world. He didn't say pray about the whole world. Though I do pray for the world. But change didn't happen to Thessalonica until Paul went there. Change didn't happen to Ephesus until Paul went there. Change didn't come to Samaritans till Jesus left Israel. Our mandate is to take this anointing into the workplace, the crack house. The, the, every man, we are to take this gospel to Capitol Hill, to Richmond, the school board. If we only pray about this nation, but we don't roll up our sleeves to, to get involved in this nation. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like yeast. And I'm not a great cook or anything, but I, I do know that in order for yeast to impact the dough, it got to be mixed in. And if all we do is go to the church house, but, but we don't get mixed in with the larger world, the Bible said this, you are the salt of the earth. Salt in the shaker don't do my food no good. Stop praying that, that God, I just want to go to church all day. I don't want to be in this job. Dear God already saved in church we need you on the job we need you in that hard place we need you in that tough environment if the anointing is really worth something you should be able to take it there and impact that environment and change the world as the early disciples did this is what Jesus said and make disciples my mandate as a pastor is not to get attenders he said make disciples of the nations See, see, we think churchy. I want to pastor a church. He called the apostles to disciple nations. And you can't impact the nation just from the church house. So we got to take this message into the highways and the byways. Yeah, we do TV and radio, but we need to do some bigger things. I need you. I need you in the house. I need you in the Congress. I need you running a, a major business. I need you owning the factory. See, see, we said, come to church. Good. The problem is we stopped. We, that, that, that we act like that's it. The only reason we come is so we can go. And I done messed up our whole morning. I'm sorry, first time visitors. Uh, I just feel like heaven is here to give us a mandate. 
in such dark times, we, we got to step into and out of these four walls. This is the way I see ministry. In this house, I happen to be the quarterback. The quarterback, great, he doesn't have more intrinsic value than the next guy. But what he does have is a position that the rest of the field is dependent on. A lot of people think that we score when we have a great message. But when you come to church on Sunday and the worship team hikes me the ball, I happen to be the quarterback. And here's the deal. Whoever has the ball is the person the enemy is trying to attack. The only reason people block has nothing to do with me being a better person. All it has to do is we got to get this ball downfield. And if the quarterback can't do what the quarterback has to do, we're not going to score. But here's the deal. You'll see me on Sunday and I might be backing up and, and, and scrambling and all that. And you, and you might think, wow, that's church. You missed it. Real church happens when the ball is handed off, when the ball is thrown. I might do my thing on Sunday, but the real, the real scoring happens when you catch that ball and you take that Sunday through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you, and you do the scoring. It's not about me. It's about you taking that ball into your family, into your job, into your life. And winning and scoring. I'm not satisfied with me preaching well. That's not my goal. My goal is for lives to be changed. And for people to win in their life. In their area of influence and authority. This church house is not about a winning worship team, a winning pastor, or maybe some winning ushers. It's about disciples who take this message into their world. I don't, I don't know your world. I, 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 you know, if I go to your job and try to walk into your office, they probably arrest me. That's your world. And he said, take this gospel into all the world. Take it into your world. Don't be ashamed of this gospel. I'm going to read one scripture because I messed up everything for today. You may be seated. And just so your first time vision say the guy just talks, but he doesn't, doesn't teach nothing. Matthew 5 and 13, Jesus said this. He didn't say, I am the salt. He said that, I get that. But he said, you are the salt of the earth. But if, meaning it's possible, the salt loses its flavor. You see, the fact we're different makes some people want to hide. But the truth is, the fact we're different is what makes us attractive. If we lose our distinctions, people say to me, Bishop, why don't you just kind of preach like them other guys? Don't mess with all that stuff. Give me the part of the Bible I like. But when the message from the church pulpits only echo the messages of the voices of our declining world, we are in deep, deep trouble. Listen to the words of Jesus. 
But if salt loses its flavor, say to your neighbor, we have to keep our flavor. We have to keep our flavor. How shall it be seasoned? Then he says something kind of hard that if you heard me say it, you might think, well, Bishop's just being too tough. He said, it is then good for nothing. When we try to be like everybody else, according to Jesus, we become good for nothing. Did you hear me? If we just try to fit our message to be like everything else the world is saying, what's the point of church? We might as well just be another club, another organization. People told me, Derek, if you keep preaching that way, ain't nobody ever going to come to your church. But you keep coming, you keep coming, and you keep coming. Why? Because you're hungry for truth. It may not always be pleasant. It may not always feel good. But it will grow you. It will expand you. And it will make you better. Arthur was rolling his eyes. But when he did what the Lord instructed him to do, pray for his wife, he got free. What we do is we try to be hip. We try to be relevant instead of just being obedient. Jesus was the hippest guy. Bible says he ate with sinners. Jesus did not modify his message for his company. Oh, Lord. Uh Uh-oh. Open your Bibles to Matthew 19. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Matthew 19. Oh boy. Not planned. I'm for you. I love you. Folks, last week I got a little bothered. Bishop, you said some things about men and women and marriage, and I'm uncomfortable. Sometimes that means I'm doing my job. But let me, do, let me read this. I'm going to get in the book, and I'm going to be through. Amen. And Pharisees came up to him, verse 3 of 19, Matthew, and tested him. And maybe, I don't know if I have the same version up there, but you can still follow. They asked, Jesus, this is, this is Jesus that is with sinners. He loves everybody. He's for everybody. Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? I want you to notice Jesus's hermeneutic. He answers from the text. Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning? Yeah. Made them male and female. Okay, with me? Hang with me. We're for everybody. We love everybody. But everything isn't good for us. 
Oh, boy. And then he said, and therefore, when you see therefore in the Bible, you got to see what it's there for. <laughs> because it's connecting two thoughts. It's a conjunction. He just talked about male and femaleness. Do you hear me? And then he starts talking about marriage. I made him girl and boy. So we can have an institution called marriage. I said it like I was from D.C. <laughs> Just to show you my roots. Therefore, because they're man and woman. There's no hocus pocus here. This is Jesus. If you're not following Jesus, what you doing, pastor in the church? I really didn't intend this this morning. I, I don't apologize. This is truth. We, we're going to help you. Love everybody. Love. Here's the deal, though. As a pastor, I have every right to tell a man, you need to be faithful to your wife. I have every right to say to a child, keep it zipped till you walk down that altar. But all of a sudden, I'm hateful. If I say marriage, which is a sacrament of the church. We had communion today. Communion is a sacrament. You don't mess with the sacraments. Marriage is the second sacrament of the church. When we start shifting sacraments, the sacred to accommodate the secular. We are no different than the PTA. We are no different than any other organization. I don't exclude you because you commit. I love you. You committed adultery. I'm for you. More than 50% of y'all in this room have committed adultery. So I'm not like, I'm for you. I love you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I can like, oh, who are you talking about? You know I'm talking about you. But here's the deal. Just because you committed adultery doesn't mean I can't teach on it. Doesn't mean I got a load of standard to that. The only way you know you messed up is because what the book tells you about what you did. So, so what we want is pastor get the bar so low that people don't even need God anymore. I will not. Listen, whether I'm an adulterer, fornicator, or homosexual, hear me, that don't change God's bar. What I need is God's help to help me get over it. To help me move up to that standard. All it means is you a sinner like everybody else. But I need to be sat down. God needs a person to come and defrock me himself. When I start calling evil good and good evil. Sit down, let me finish this. I know you're mad at me, but... I love you. I'm for you. 
Here. I, I, want, I, want, I want homosexuals to come from all over. I want them to have the author experience. Where they just sit under that word until they lose a taste. Until their appetite shifts. And what is crooked becomes straight. And that's something only God could. I can't do it. God can do it. God made us. He knows how he designed us. And I will not question God. And you won't make me do it. You won't make me do it. You won't make me do it. I am for everybody. Love everybody. Got so many weak pastors, though. Dear God. Let me read it again, and I'm going to stop. And Lord, how are we going to have an altar call after this? I don't know. But let, let's read. He answered, have you not read that he who created, this is our creator, created them. From the beginning made them male and female. Therefore, because of their maleness and femaleness, a man shall leave father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. A man shall leave father and mother and hold fast to his wife. And the male, the female, these two shall become one. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not the Episcopalians, the Lutherans, whether the Baptists, the Catholics, the non-denominationals, dare separate his deal. You say, why, Bishop? Why don't you be like everybody else and just be quiet? I will admit, people are scary. People have tried to hurt me and us, and they probably will again. But when I think about what people could do, then I think about what God could do. If God be for me, the Washington Post, Times, the White House, the courthouse. So, you're going to be intimidated by who? Listen, if a doctor, please be seated and we're through. If a doctor cannot prescribe and he can't diagnose the illness, how's he going to prescribe medicine for a cure? And if I can't say, brother, why don't you work on that lion? Sister, why don't you work on that cheating? How am I going to help? So we have categories of sin today that can't nobody touch. I mean, there's a group of people, we say, you know, we're love, but we don't love them enough to risk helping them. The message of Jesus Christ is not a man-centered message. God is our creator, and he knows what he created us for. 
and without condemning and beating down, because we all done stuff. You know, that may not be your thing, but you got your thing. We all got something. Believe me, we all got stuff. All of us. There go I, save for the grace of God. There go I. I have to be able to be true to this book. And I know some people will get mad and all the rest. I love you as you walk out the door. But you need to understand something about me. I have laid down everything in my life for this gospel. And I will now not let it become perverted. I will not modify the message for any man. Not because I'm great, though, but because he's great. Because of his mercy, his kindness. And his help. He will help you no matter what you're into. Whether you're smoking cigarettes, smoking joints, smoking crack. You know, everybody got their thing. But he could get you through it. Please allow me as your pastor to continue to speak this word so every man, woman, and child can get the help they need on this side of the grave. Amen. I'm, I'm done today. I'll tell you that. I'm finished. This has been a classic message from Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.